Stand by to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Nothing, nothing but pure sports. Today's episode is brought to you by the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility with over 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, and an 18-hole mini golf course. With covered and heated tees, it's the best place to practice your game year-round. The Highlands Performance Golf Center is located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. Give them a call at 972-733-4111 or check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com. everybody welcome into another edition of from the rough america's favorite golf podcast what's the matter we got to fix our guests uh thing i've been gone oh, so Jesus long Christ. i didn't even I, start I, the show yet because i've been gone and as soon as i come back that just it's just a debacle does he need to see himself on camera he to do the show he likes himself oh my god okay well wait till sorry chris it's called the gerber effect oh my god <laughs> the goober effect yeah as i was saying Welcome to From the Rough, America's favorite golf podcast. I am Indy Tim alongside John, the Gerb Man Gerber, former PGA Mini Tour player. Yes. <laughs> PGA of America member. Never gets old. We've got a special guest in studio, Mr. Chris Kohler, who is the president of the United States of America <laughs> from Glen Eagles Country Club. That's head, right. head golf pro, right? That, that's right. At Glen Eagles. That's right. Welcome aboard, Chris. It's your second time to the show. It is. Thank you for having me back. I'm Appreciate surprised you. you came back after the first fiasco. He doesn't remember. The the, he doesn't remember the first one. I promise you. I that. barely. <laughs> <laughs> the first one we were at is our normal watering hole, and uh, it was a little different uh, vibe. But uh, yeah, he was great on the first one. So we're we're lucky to have him back here for uh, and and hopefully more times to come through. As we continue, to it progress. sounds like because I couldn't get y'all to shut up and start the show. It sounds like we need to have a just a story time for Pebble Beach or something one night. No, that's you know when they say about Vegas, it's a little the same with Pebble. I don't right? think it is. No, I just made that <laughs> shit up. That's what I thought. <laughs> there it is. Uh, special thanks to Gary Jackson for twisting and tweaking in the fish take over there uh, tonight. Hopefully, he'll be a staple here on the show, so I don't have to do it. Thanks. I mean, the G. less I have to do, the better. It depends. It always depends. Um, so, boys, let's talk a little before we get into the Honda Classic coming up and Johnny's picks and all the stuff that everybody's here for. Let's talk a little bit about the Genesis uh, as Tiger made sort of his, I guess, again, his return, his comeback again. Maybe didn't necessarily, maybe shouldn't have after I watched him play a little bit. Um, wasn't impressed. But is that just what we're going to see from Tiger from now on? Well, I mean, you look at you look at him. I. I I was I was surprised that he played there just because of the walk, how difficult the walk is there mm -hmm. at Riviera. But I wasn't surprised because it's kind of his his event, right? And and how much more money did they raise, and how many more eyeballs were on that on that tournament and on his foundation because he played. So there was a, probably a little bit of that going into it also. But what were you, what were you not impressed about? Because I was overwhelmingly impressed on, with his game. Well, yeah, absolutely. I wasn't impressed with his game. He outdrove Rory and JT. I'm not talking about his just his drives. What? Well, that's a game. I expect that. What's part of his? That's a game. All right. Well, one one under tied for 43rd for the. Well, for, I mean, okay. I mean, is that the? That's what I'm asking. Is that the Tiger we have now? Well, I, 
you know, so going to what you said, you know, I, I was a little surprised too. I'm almost wondering if he decided to also play as almost a test of the walk for what he's going to see at Augusta. Yeah. Just a little bit. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I'm a huge Tiger fan. I mean, I grew up, he was the main reason I re- really got into golf. But, I mean, watching him on Saturday shooting 67, and to be honest with you, that was about as high as he could have shot, yeah. was absolutely, especially it was the third day. He's already walked twice. He's gotten through the cut. And then he comes through, and, he, and you could just tell the crowd – Loved every bit of it. And you know what? It's just because they know what the guy's going through. The right. guy's putting 177 ball speed. He's talking. Johnny Gerber's talking about him driving out, out driving Rory, JT. 177 ball speed. That's amazing. Amazing. And the fact that he's doing it on the leg that he's doing it. I wish I could hit 160. Right. You're, you're pretty close to that, though. And, I, and, you know, I understand all that. All I'm saying is. We're used to seeing more from Tiger. And I understand he's getting up there. I understand the accident you know, and literally everything he's been through in his life. I get it. That's why I'm asking. Is just is this just the Tiger we're going to get from now on? Like, Yes. Yeah. It, well, I don't know. I don't know if it's the Tiger you're going to get in terms of his game. But the schedule-wise, that's what we're going to see. You're going right, to see him playing right. the majors, and he's going to probably pick one or two more events that he's going to play. Um, you know, I, I, what you said, I thought it was a great litmus test in terms of how he – I wanted him to play four rounds because I think he wanted to play four rounds just to see the durability on that leg. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the schedule is going to be a little off for him. I, I thought that's a very similar walk to Memorial. Okay. So I thought, he, I thought he would potentially play Memorial to, to test a little bit. That's a place that he loves. But it, the schedule, it's terrible. So it's – it's two weeks after the PGA, and it's – I mean, it's – yeah, two weeks after the PGA, and it's two weeks before the U.S. Open. So sure. scheduling for the Memorial could be a little off. But I, I think he plays maybe Bay Hill and maybe um, players. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Uh, you know, <laughs> especially, you know, Bay Hill, where he's had tremendous success, right? I mean, knows the golf course forwards and backwards. You know, I, I think those are the gonna, got tournaments he's going to focus on. And they're easy walks. Easy walks, exactly. Right. I mean, I, I've actually said, you know, since anybody's ever asked me, I've always said, you know, yes, Augusta's there because he knows it that well as far as a great chance for him to play well. But I think the walk is going to be too hard for him, mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. honest with you. I honestly think you get him at a St. Andrews or a British Open venue, a flatter walk, I think that's where he has the best chance if he's ever going to contend is going to be at a place like that. All right. Well, good enough. And like I said, that's why I asked the question, you know, is like apparently this – and I kind of knew the answer. This is just the Tiger we're going to get. We're not going to get what, what were you – you know, 27, 28-year-old Tiger anymore for sure. Are you okay over there? No. no. Man, we need to call the paramedics already? I still got a little like to, uh, that – Pebble Beach call. Whatever you caught at Pebble Beach. Yeah. What stays at Pebble uh, Beach. I had it before, so. Yeah. Hey, I'm getting over it myself. It it was tough. I wasn't at Pebble and I had it. Yeah. (laughs) It just stays with you. Like most of them do. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, I don't know if it was a surprise or not. John Rahm claimed his third victory of the year. Uh, We're not even to March yet. Um, fastest golfer in history to record three PGA Tour wins in the calendar year before March 1st. Um, any surprises about the way Rom's playing? I mean, he's been hot all season, right? Yeah, I mean, see, would 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 you consider him right now at this point the best Spanish golfer ever? Because he's got more wins now than Seve. Um, 
So but does he have the big wins like Seve? He's got two majors. I mean, well, he does. He, he doesn't. He doesn't have the Masters, but uh, I, I think eventually he'll get there. Probably the best Spanish golfer I, ever. But I just, Seve was so magical around the greens. Yeah. It, it's just hard for me to get that <laughs> out of my mind. But John Rahm is a beast. He is. I mean, just so powerful and just, and he plays T to green. There's not a weakness for him. Right. You right. Know? I mean, Seve, but Seve was just just such a magician, kind of like Phil. Yeah. You know, that almost the, you know, the magicry you know, of, of of the game, you know, almost makes it more entertaining and more loving to watch than someone smashing at 320. And and, and it's a different game that he plays. I mean, he, exactly. he's he's the mold of the, 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 the PGA Tour now. He hits it far. He can hit it as far as he wants. Yeah. He, he's one of those guys that's probably those top 10, top 15 guys that, that length is a huge advantage and can dominate dominate a golf course and dominate a tournament. And, you know, there's a huge difference for the general public that doesn't play golf or competitive golf. There's a big difference when you have a five iron in your hand or an eight iron. It's a massive difference. 100%. I think you guys are clearly – there's a clear-cut number one Spanish golfer in the history of the world. How are you? How are you guys forgetting about Sergio Garcia? I'm just kidding. Yeah, you, yeah, you know we don't talk about. Him. I, I almost couldn't even say that with a straight face. We don't talk about him on this show. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, please let's not talk about him on the show. <laughs> Can't believe I even did that. Yeah, there it is. Uh, so of course, entering the final round with a three-stroke lead, Rom did struggle at certain points throughout the day, uh, but seemed to manage his way around the course like really only he could, like a typical champion. Uh, his lead was cut to two by the time the final group made the turn, and uh, on that uh, on the final nine, he seemed to face some adversity. Uh, the par four tenth hit his tee shot into the trees. He left his approach pitch short before blasting his third over the putting surface and into the greenside bunker. And when I watched that shot, I was like, "Oh yeah, I can relate." <laughs> Look like a Tim shot. You'd have, you'd have t boned it right in the fans. Okay, that's their fault for me in there. That's all I'm saying. You need to put a deal. If I ever play in a tournament, they need to put a, a disclosure on the back of the ticket like they do when you go to a major league baseball game. If you're going to get hit in the head you know, by a foul ball, it's not their fault. Yeah, I need that disclosure on any of the tickets they sell in any tournaments I'm going to play in. Well, let's just get this clear. They're not going to have to do that. So well, they'd sell tickets, I promise you. Because that's not going to happen ever. I mean, if you ever see what I'm going to play at a professional golf tournament wearing, people are going to come see it. What's next? I, 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 What's I, I, I'm going to need more details. <laughs> <laughs> Elaborate, please. Yeah, please. All please. right. So when I when I played golf in high school, Chris, I I, I did the Payne Stewart. I had the hat, okay. gold shirt because our colors were black and gold. I had the gold or the black knickers, black and gold argyle socks pulled up to my knees, and the black uh, black golf shoes. I think this time around though, I'm going to go a little bit different. I'm going to wear the black G string. Okay. Bold move. Gold. Uh, mesh 80s halter top kind of thing, the sleeveless mesh cutoff shirt, uh, and then probably go with the the new, what is it, the square golf shoes, but they're going to make a uh, flip-flops version for me. Gerber, what do you think that term will make if only one person plays and only one person's on the property at all times? I'm going to win. Yeah. <laughs> I call that a winner. That's, that's right. I don't know. I feel like he still might lose. No, yeah, everyone else will lose if you if you don't shave. It's going to be a loss for all. Of you us. know you have you, you have to be upright to win the golf tournament, right? You Not if I'm the only one. Eighteen holes, do whatever I want. I'll take my cart. Uh, yeah, cart. Me and what? K Casey Hall was that his name? What was his name? Casey Martin. Casey Martin. The girl yeah. of the Casey yeah. Hall's a dude I went to school with. Um, sorry, Casey. Both Casey's. 
So uh, after that shot into the greenside bunker, he uh, saved bogey with a six-foot bogey putt. <laughs> Homa hit it in for birdie, and they were tied. And then a missed opportunity on the par, fit, uh, par 5 11th uh, before a three-putt on the par 4 12th. And I really thought he was going to lose it right there. After after 12, I thought, okay, Rom's kind of falling apart here. But I'll never doubt him again because clearly he's better than Sergio Garcia. Well, if, if you look at him when he won, well, he did the he did the thing in Phoenix the week before, right? Yep. He was leading and he kind of lost mm-hmm. it and couldn't get back. Uh, Scheffler kind of made a really good charge. But when he played, uh, when he won Tournament Century of Champions, he did the same thing. He lost the lead, had a three or four a whole stretch yeah, there yeah. that he played terrible, but and then caught caught back up again. So that's a little bit of a testament for him, how he's kind of staying in the moment. He, he, you don't see him really getting super angry anymore uh, and losing his kind of emotional control when it comes to something like that. And, it, you know, he, he, I don't like the way he goes through those little stretches of three or four holes right. and then loses it and has to grind his eyeballs out to get it back. But that just goes to show, man, he, I think he's changed a little bit and he's he, he believes in his game enough that he knows he can come back. Hundred percent. I, I do want to flip it and ask you a question though, because I mean, I was watching that tournament, and I remember Levin. Right, that was a pivotal point. Max Homa misses what a four foot, five foot per, birdie putt there. Yeah, and then pulls his next tee shot into that tree. Right. Yeah. If if Homa makes that birdie putt, do you think do you think that changes? Oh, the momentum changes for sure. Absolutely. I yeah. Do. I yeah. Mean, I, almost. I, it was almost like John Rahm was like, this guy doesn't want to win. Yeah, you know, he didn't yeah. want to take it from me. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, yeah. and and it was almost like yeah, that's, that's a good what, point. That's what he needed. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good point. You, you know, because as soon as he missed that putt, I go, it's gonna be a dogfight. But I thought if Homa made that putt right there, I think that's Homa's tournament to win going through. Yeah, I don't know if Homa like you just said. I don't know if Homa has that in his game right now though. <sighs> to steal a to steal a tournament from somebody like John Rom right. from a lesser player maybe. But from somebody like John Rom, I don't know if home, and I trust me, dude. Home is one of my favorite golfers. Yeah, I just don't I do. think he has that in his game right now. I I I can't argue with you on, on what you're saying there, but at the same time, that venue, him being the defending champion, yeah, th- that that's where I kind of thought that was his spot mm-hmm. to take it. And just, you know what? I mean, putts yeah, fall, they yeah. don't. I mean, it is what it is. He hit some pretty bad golf shots, Homa, no, down the stretch that were just, yeah, that, I mean. It he was, did. Yeah, they were some pretty bad I'm, golf shots. I'm still shots trying there. to figure out why they were all trying to cut it over the dang, dang trees. Yeah. I don't you know, know. I, I'm like, can you boys not produce a draw? Yeah. Just turn it around. Turn it around. <laughs> go get a go get a lesson from Cl- Chris Kohler at Glen Eagles. He'll, he'll sling tell it, you, baby. He'll, sling he'll it. tell you hit that little trap, trap draw around that place. <laughs> Uh, the birdie on the par 3 16th pretty much put a bow on his third title of the year. Finished at 17 under, two strokes ahead of Homa. Uh, good for his fifth worldwide victory in his last nine starts. Uh, and, again, like we talked about at the start of the show, I mean, I, I do think he's clearly the best Spanish golfer I mean, that we've seen. I, and trust me, I loved Seve. That's who I watched, you know, in the 80s, learning to play and playing in high school and stuff. But, man, John Rahm's really good. Yeah. He's very good. And like I said, Seve was never able to dominate the golf course by his length, right? No. He, he was never – so his short game was is always revered as one of the best in the world and still to this day. Because it had to be yeah, for his yeah, era. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and you know, again, Rom fits that mold of these kids coming up these days. And people don't realize John Rom's not very old. I no. mean, was he 27 years old? I mean, no. he's not very old. So, um, yeah, I, I like the way uh, – 
Yeah, I, I, I'll put him right now as he's. I don't think he's the best Spanish golf twenty eight Spanish golfer ever, but he's definitely going to be. I, I, I could agree with that. Yeah. I, I mean, I think you get a couple, couple other things on the, on the mantle. Yeah, and, and you're, mm-hmm. I'm there with you. But I mean, I will say this. I mean, I saw a, saw a fact or something like that. Um, you know, some kind of statistic. You know, his last thirteen starts, thirteen starts. He's been in the top. Eight, I think, in all of them except for one, and it was top sixteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw we, that too. You know, and just that's just incredible. Yeah, that's something, isn't it? So. I was thinking of, of Homa, <clears throat> where his uh, where his day really took the turn. It was when he was ahead of Rom on number thirteen, and that tee shot that he, for whatever reason couldn't get it off the ground and it hit the tree. I think that was. Again, looked like one of my shots. <laughs> I mean, but that's one of your good I don't shots. Know what he was it? trying to do there. And it, it really, I think it knocked him off the off his game. I, that shot right there might have cost him the tournament. Are you yeah. talking about the tee ball or yeah. the second shot? The tee, the tee off the shot off the tee. Yeah, the one that we hit right in the tree. That's how I was telling Gerber. Yeah. I said, I was like, what? The, what was he doing? Yeah. Uh, how in the world are you trying to? Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, he ended up bogeying that hole, but you know. Anyway, it's uh, actually a pretty good third shot. Re- the, yeah, it was to, a good to, third to shot. Make a bogey for the save. Yeah, yeah. for a bogey save. Yeah. I, I would call that a bogey save for sure. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Cantlay t- uh, finished third at 14 under. Uh, you ever have a real chance to win this thing? I never really no. thought he did. You um, know, he, he just doesn't have the firepower really to kind of do those things. I, Patrick Cantley likes, you know, he's a bit like Keith Mitchell, right? And Keith Mitchell disappoints me all the time. You look at yeah. the guy who's got some of the greatest talent in the world. We bet him a few times this year. And isn't it amazing? Keith Mitchell has one PGA Tour win. It's like it's like this guy should have won five or six times by now. Hundred percent. And he gets up there on the weekend, and and you know he he cashmere Keith is what is what they call him. He looks nice. He's cool. He just kind of chills out there. But boy, he just doesn't seem like he's got enough dog in him to just to want to go out there and you know beat your brains in. And he's just content with making his you know twelve million dollars a year and no stress and go hunting or whatever he does and you know go from there and it's it's sad because he's he's also basically keith what i'm telling you is you're close to getting on the list because, oh god because you've uh you've lost me a few dollars this year because i keep betting on you and you keep losing the golf tournament for me so gra- gra- <laughs> gracias who else uh who else, who was it last year that that got them on the list because they kept Billy Horschel. Billy Horschel, that's Billy, right. Billy, Billy, Billy's still on the list. He he don't know he how to be. get off. He don't know how to. He if he's going to stay on the list until I pick him and he wins. Because that might be a while. When I don't pick him, he's going to win probably late in the and season. That's going to piss that's me off. That's going to piss me off even more. Yeah. Right. So he's playing this week. So he'll probably win just because I didn't pick him. Did you pick him? Because if you picked him, he certainly is not Billy Horschel. Yeah, he's certainly yeah. not going to win. No. Okay. Good. I did not. Okay. But we. Hey, I told you we did have one crossover. Yeah, we're we're screwed. We're on screwed. That <laughs> uh, speaking of Keith Mitchell, t- uh, fifth place, twelve under. Tiger Woods again. T- I think I said forty thirty. Tied for forty fifth at one under. Uh, Spieth missed the cut, um, which was a little surprising to me. What's Spieth's deal right now? Before we get into Johnny's picks, go ahead. See, you know. <laughs> Maybe just a little too much internal pressure, to be honest with you. I think, you know. He does that to himself, doesn't he? He does. I mean, you know, you watch, I don't know, I don't know if you guys have started or not. You watch that, that show on Netflix, Full Swing. I mean, yeah, I haven't started it yet. I've, I've only seen one episode. I think Gerber's a few ahead of me. But, um, you know, he puts a lot of internal pressure on himself. 
And I, I've I've actually known Jordan. Uh, Jordan, when I when I first got in the business, assistant golf professional at Brookhaven, Jordan was a junior there. He's fourteen, I think, at the time. Uh, he just won the first U.S. Junior Amateur of his of his career. He's the only one to go repeat or back to back or whatever or multiple times besides Tiger. And I mean, I remember he came up to me and he goes, "Hey, Chris, you mind coming to you know watch me hit golf balls?" I went out there and I watched him for 30 minutes and it's just a stripe show. Yeah. And he goes, do you, you don't have anything to really comment on or anything like that? I said, Bubba, I mean, what do you, what, what do you, you want, want me to tell say? you? <laughs> you know, you know, it, well, you know, this and that. I said, Bubba gets in his own way a bit. Just, right? just, just a smidge. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, um, I, I, I think, you know, his new routine or whatever he's doing is, is, so I like what, that. I like, I, that. I, I, I like it. I yeah. do. I do. I think it's helping him. Um, I think he needs to see that flat stick go in just a little bit more for his conscience. But I, I'm just a, such a huge George yeah. Spieth fan. Yeah, I mean, just because yeah, sure. since I've known him since 14, you know, he's you never have to know what he's thinking on the golf course. Yeah, That's right. one, one of the things that, you know. I wish we got a little bit more from some of the tour players sometimes, but well, let me let me let me ask your opinion on this, Chris. Is like, you know, I think it's a little smoking mirrors with Jordan. It, it, it looks like he's not really putting very well, but the problem is he's not. It doesn't look like he's putting well because it's he has so much stress on his putting because he's hitting it so bad, right? And and he has so many of these six, seven, eight footers for par now because his, he's not hitting it good enough, and it's putting a lot of pressure on his putting and chipping. Because he's had to work so hard on his full swing, and he's not having time to work on his short game. So 100%. it's a little smoke and mirrors when it comes to that. But I'm, I'm not giving up on Jordan Speed. I'm not either. I, to be honest with you, I think at some point, it wouldn't shock me if it's at Augusta. It's, it's kind of like Tiger for him, you know, at Augusta. Something special for him. He always seems to play well. If something clicks for him there, and then maybe not win, but something springboards him for – the rest of 2023. And 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 listen, uh first off, he's he's a bigger bigger guy than you think he, he is. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he hits it farther than you think he is. Yes, he he's does. not one of the shorter guys on the PGA Tour that's always relying on a short game. He not he hits it. He is above average on the PGA Tour in length and he's a big he's a big bigger guy than you think he is. Well, real quick, you know, I knew him when he was, you know, 5 foot 4, you know, and you know and all this kind of stuff and and I remember teaching him. I used to take him out in the big game and I te- I taught him how to play wolf. Jordan Spieth, if you're listening, I'm still waiting on my 10% cut on all those winnings from Wolf, okay? You know, I love I love Jordan, too, have, have since he was an amateur, but there's one thing about his swing, and I think I've talked to you about this, that just drives me crazy that I almost can't watch him swing anymore. So when I was learning golf in the 80s, my golf coach in high, and then in, on into high school was taught us a lot about fluidity, you never stop your swing. Say that again. Fluidity. Boy, here we go. You never wow. stop your swing. Um, and then, yeah, so I've, I've, I've always done that. You know, if, if you're going to stop your swing, stop it somewhere in the backswing and then abort, you know. But then Jordan, and I thought this used to be illegal, where once you started your, your forward swing, you, you couldn't stop it. It was, it was a swing. It was a shot regardless. No, you can stop. And, and so that's always been in my head. And when I play, that's still in my head. And then Jordan does this, and there's a couple of other guys on the tour that do this. When they go up and they address the ball, the first swing looks like it's going to be a swing, but then they stop, just short of the ball. Mike, Mike Weir was paying yeah. for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, and then, then he'll take the swing. And, man, it just – I don't know why. It just 
It's like nails on a chalkboard. It drives me crazy when I see guys do that. We got, I don't know what – what do they get from that? We got a comment on here. It says, please don't show your golf swing. There's no comments. Again, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, though. But what, 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 do they, what do those guys get from that? Because there's no way it's routine. You're, you're replicating it, – It's routine, man. It's something that they put in their routine to feel, and I think Spieth, feel like the move. I think Spieth even he'll, – he'll, he'll do his backswing, and then he'll stop, and then he'll turn around and he'll look at his club head. It's just the routine, man. I mean, they're just, it drives me crazy. You know, golfers are weird. He needs to learn to play golf. You know, golfers are weird. You know, know. that, right? Hey, Most athletes. We, we all have them one way or the other. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've got one. Uh, my partner at Pebble, I, I even had to call my Pebble, my partner at Pebble out at the at the airport after we played. I finally had to ask him. I said, what was up with this little toe touch thing that you had to do <laughs> oh, no. before, before you addressed the ball? I, and, never, I never noticed that when we played. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll show you a video off air, but it, 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 he goes, I, I don't know. <laughs> he goes, I guess I've always done it. you know. And well, you should have told him that next week when you're playing him for money, right? <laughs> so he starts thinking about that shit as opposed to as opposed to helping him. Shout out to my pods, he chased, yeah, chased Thomas. Chased, yeah, that's right. Great dude. Yeah. All right, Johnny, let's talk about your picks and predictions for, uh, for last week um, and how that went for you. Last week wasn't uh, one of our great, great weeks. We did do well on our matchups, but again, not, not, uh, we're off to a little bit of slow start. We're still in the red for the year. We are minus uh, 1,260 units or dollars for the year. Um, so slow start. We haven't had a winner yet this year, but like we always say, if you follow the system throughout the year, you will make money. We're just off to a little slow start. Um, this week, we'll talk about it a little bit later on, but last week, it's a tough golf course. I mean, winners. I had Victor Hovland at our first pick. Uh, he finished T20th at minus five. You know, he just didn't really get anything going. Uh, it's just like a lot of these guys on the list here that they really didn't get anything going. Cam Young, again, finished T20 at minus five. Adam Scott uh, shut, uh, finished 65 at plus five, which was a mystery to me. This is a yeah, perfect golf yeah. course for him. Um, and I don't really know what happened in our ham sandwich picks. The Gala kind of stepped up there. At T six in my slot, but he was he was behind the eight ball so early, didn't yeah. play well the first two rounds, and that golf course is hard to catch up. I mean, you just oh, there's sure. just not a lot of there's not a lot of sixty fours, sixty threes, and sixty fives in the last round right. of, uh, of the tournament. Just yeah. the way they tucked the pins and how firm it was, so he just really didn't really catch up. And again, Xander Shoffley, uh, top t- two top ten picks last week. Xander Shoffley finished T thirty three. Minus three. Sam Burns missing the cut was a mystery to me. Also, mm-hmm. like I, it I was, agree, that was something that really that really surprised me. Uh, two top twenties. Wyndham Clark, <clears throat> uh, t thirty three at minus three, uh, um, and Alex Norton Norin uh, missed the cut also. So not not another great week, uh, but we did go uh, we did go four and uh, four and one on our matchups yep. to catch up a little bit to get our total to uh, seven and three. Uh, seven and I'm sorry, seven and two on a year in our matchups. So we're gonna look for uh, continue our matchups. But I like the card this week. Getting back to uh, kind of a little bit of my roots in Florida, and I, I really like to handicap the next week. So uh, not a great week again, guys. But just keep following. Trust me. Once we get on a run, we're gonna get on a run. Johnny's picks is always brought to you by Golf Central Magazine. <laughs> Head over to golfcentralmag.com for the latest issue featuring us. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, every month. You'll see a little piece from uh, me and Johnny in there every month talking about our, our network, our podcast, the world of podcasting, how it relates to golf, and all of those great things. Thanks to golfcentralmag.com. You guys go check it out and be our partner over there. We've got a great little website. 
All right, you guys want to take a quick break? Yeah, absolutely. Kind of thought you would. All right, we are from the rough. I am IndyCar Tim. That is Johnny. That is Chris. Gary's in there twisting and tweaking. We'll be back after this. Sports fans. Fan stream sports. Jeeves Law Group. I've known Scott Jeeves for quite some time, and he's just like us, a huge college football fan. But he's not just another PI attorney. He is a ferocious advocate for his clients. Scott Jeeves is a board-certified civil trial lawyer and a certified circuit court mediator practicing in Tampa Bay for over 30 years. He is an AV preeminent rated civil trial lawyer and certified circuit court mediator. Folks, these designations are not just given out. They're given only to the best trial attorneys. But more than anything, Scott takes these cases personally. I've heard it from his clients. He's a fighter you want on your side. Insurance companies hate it when they see you're represented by Jeeves. He's just different. 727-894-2929 or go to JeevesLawGroup.com. That's J-E-E-V-E-S LawGroup.com and tell them JP sent you. Guys, let me tell you about Bay Area Modern Medical Center. Are you experiencing low sex drive? fatigue, hot flashes, moodiness, and you just don't feel like you have the vitality you once had, you're not just getting old. It's likely low testosterone. Studies over the last 20 years show a shocking decline in younger males aged 16 to 39. Older men have seen a sharp decline as well. Do something about it. Go see my friend Christopher Lugo at Bay Area Modern Medicine. Testosterone replacement is not a frivolous treatment. It takes a professional targeted approach that focuses on total body wellness, vitality, and emotional civility. Not a one-size-fits-all approach like many clinics use. They will monitor your blood work and adjust your treatment as needed for optimal results. Call 844 844- 977-3477 or go to BAMMC.com. Now is the time to make sure your home insurance is in order. In the last year, many of us have made improvements to our homes. So call the folks at Italiano and discuss these upgrades to make sure you have enough coverage. According to a recent report, almost 64% of homeowners don't have enough insurance on their home, which is their most valuable asset. Also, a great time to make sure you have flood insurance. Even if your mortgage company does not require flood insurance, your home could still be at flood risk. Another big item as we enter hurricane season is making sure your pool enclosure is added to your policy and there will be no issue at claim time. That happens a lot. So call your friendly agent at Italiano Insurance to review your policies today. 813-877-7799 or italianoinsurance.com. Attention, if you are home shopping or looking for a refinance, and even if you already have the approval letter, you must call my man Scott Fitzgerald at American Mortgage Services. Scott has a brand new program available in the greater Tampa Bay area called the Community Advantage Loan Program. Get this, no money down, no mortgage insurance, no points, no origination fee, purchase or refinance and loan amounts up to $647,000. Now, there are some application requirements. It must be a single-family home, one unit, primary residence, and have a minimum 640 credit score. The program only applies to certain neighborhoods, so you have to call to find out if you qualify. So call Scott Fitzgerald at 813-294-7595 or email him at scott at amstampa.com. 
Loan.com. Now, even if you don't qualify for that program, Scott will shop your loan around, get you the best rates, and won't charge you the huge upfront fees. And if you've had issues with your bank calling you back, Scott will return calls immediately or at least the same day. 813-294-7595 or email him, scott at amstampa.com. Scott Fitzgerald, MLS 386-722, American Mortgage Services, 1000 North Ashton Drive, Suite 1020 Temple. Coming back at you now. More fans dream sports. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to From the Rough. I'm Andy Cartim. He is John the Gerb Man Gerber. That is Chris Kohler, professional golf pro. Yes. Okay. Got get, it. Get, get it out. Got it. Uh, Glen Eagles Country Club in Plano. Plano? Yes, sir. Plano, Texas. Yes, sir. I mean, I've been there. I just can't remember where it is. Yeah, right down the road. Uh, yeah, right down from the road from here. Uh, we are talking a little bit about the Honda Classic as we just got out of the uh, Genesis. I think the run sheet says Farmer's Insurance Recap. That was kind of confusing. My apologies. It's a really old run sheet. <laughs> um, but let's get into the uh, the Honda a little bit um, as not a lot of big names appearing this week as as a lot of guys are taking off as the Florida swing gets underway. Uh, this weekend, the, P, uh, the guys will be at the PGA National Resort. In Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, it's a par 70, 7,125 yards. The purse is $8.4 million. Um, this is your kind of your favorite swing, isn't it? Yeah, I'm a Florida, Florida guy. Yeah, I, you know, I like this swing uh, just for a lot of reasons. Just going to college there and used to playing in all this Bermuda. And, you know, it, it kind of gets me, um, you know, it kind of st- – I know the golf course is so well, and I know mm-hmm. the players that, that play well there. So handicapping wise, if you look at what we did last year, I think we I think we picked three of the four winners last year out of this stretch. I think we picked Bay we picked the players for sure. We picked uh, Bay Hill, and I think we picked Valspar, didn't we? So yeah, that little yeah. stretch that we had, handicapping wise, you know, we did real well and made a chunk of money. But I know the golf I know those golf courses so well, and you know the the thing that you're going to look at this 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 whole month in Florida is a little bit different than they played in California. First off, every place that they played in California, the terrain and the grasses were completely different, right? So 100%. There, so there's not really so much advantage, but you're going down to Florida and you're looking at the grasses for a whole month are going to be the same. And, um, you know, it gets the comfortability with these guys on the PGA mm-hmm. Tour. So I I I talked to J.P. Peterson. I was on his show today, and they're a big sponsor of the Valspar, and that's that's the end of kind of the stretch. But uh, he was saying that they played in the media day and how hard, how difficult that they were going to have the Valspar at Innisbrook. Four-inch rough was brutal. Now, four-inch Bermuda rough is impossible. Isn't that one of the elevated events, or am I wrong? No, they haven't got the elevated. No, okay. No, Bay Hill is, obviously, the players. Okay. Um and this week isn't so. There's two okay. in this stretch, but they're gonna they're not gonna make it very di- they're not gonna make it very difficult at Honda because I think they want these guys to kind of ease into this Florida swing. Right, right. They know how hard you know potentially Bay Hill can be, and then obviously the Players Championship, and they want Valspar to be difficult. But um, you know, I don't think it's gonna. I think unless the wind blows. Yeah. Now, now this place is impossible if the wind blows. There's there's water on 17 of the 18 holes. Uh, so it's very penal when it comes to that. So this is a Tom Fazio, right? <coughs> uh, I think it's a Nicholas. <clears throat> it's Nicholas it? Bear Trap. It's Bear Trap. Nicholas. Bear trap. Yeah, it's a Nicholas. So, uh, you, the, the, hence the Bear Trap. I'd never heard uh, Fazio called be called anything 
No, bear wise, but, but I, I saw stuff on. I don't know. They were talking about Tom Fazio on CBS Sports. He did one. It. He did. There's a bunch of golf courses yes. there. That, that property's pretty big, so okay. he's done he that. But one of them. Um, yeah, no, it, it's it's going to be a cool. It's going to be a cool little stretch, and these guys are really happy. As you said, the field's not great, so I look for some of these younger guys to get some starts to really make a little bit of hay and get some opportunities and some some experience. But um, these guys are elated because they know they're going to get good weather. It's supposed um, to rain tomorrow, like yeah, ten percent chance. Yeah, but rain, but it's going to be eighty. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's not warm. like it's not like you're they're playing pebble like we did, and it was thirty six degrees sleeting and thirty mile an hour. God, wind. You hate that too, don't God, you? I hate it. You hate it, that it more was, than anything. It was, it was the first time I ever seen Johnny Gerber in a hat. Yeah, the, see, I told you <laughs> today was the first time I ever saw him in a hat. And I, I always say, I said, listen, if you see me in a hat, first off, there's something wrong. Yeah, <laughs> something wrong. Uh, I wanted to take a picture of it, yeah. but I thought it would like take his spirit away, so I probably shouldn't. I, I had to, I, you know. Every once in a while, we got a, we got to, uh, we got to rep our turf life, our, our our sponsors and new partners in this venture. So uh, I'll, I'll I'll rip it out every once in a while. But yes, definitely. If you see me wearing a lid, then uh, just ask if I'm okay. Let's just we'll, we'll just we'll <laughs> just, just, just assume you're not. Yeah, right. Um, so some of the big names that are missing, of course, John Rom. Scotty Shuffler's out. Royal McElroy is out. And uh, I'm reading a lot about some guys that are maybe predicted or projected to take advantage of that. Some of those guys I've seen mentioned, Taylor Pendrith, Minwoo Lee, Danny McCarthy. Uh, one of the bigger names, and I guess he's the highest-ranking, world-ranking golfer there this weekend is Sung J.M. at number eight, world, world number 18, which that seems like a – Seems bad to me. Like that's your highest ranked golfer at your tournament when you're and you're this. And I a mean, little bit, it's not an elevated event, right? So they got to take some breaks yeah, off, it. and it, it just fits in the schedule. That's bad because all all those guys are going to play Bay Hill and right. players both, right? And it's going to hurt Valspar also because yeah. so that's going to hurt that. And then Valspar, you know, after Valspar, you go into um, the match play, and and we'll be covering the match play down in Austin mm -hmm. for Golf Central Magazine, which is great. And then Valero, and then you get into the PGA, so. You know, some of, the, some of the scheduling is a little off, but I know these guys are just elated. They're going down there. They know they're going to get some warm weather. And, 100%. Um, you know, if it rains, uh, you know, who, they don't give a shit about that as long as it's not freezing rain. Right. So what are y'all's thoughts then on, on him? Does he have – obviously he's got a better chance with the other guys not being there, but uh, – and we'll get into your actual picks, betting picks here in a little bit, Johnny, but would you put him somewhere near the top odds-wise? I mean, I – I, I would put him as a solid, you know, top 30 pick for sure. I mean, you know, I'm not going to sit there and go just because he's the best ranked yeah, player yeah, in the field. Right. Um, there's certain players that are playing this field. I mean, I'm looking at some of y'all's picks on the on the sheet here that I like because of the history they have at that golf sure. course too. Um, but, you know, obviously he's the most highly ranked player. Right. But, you know, sometimes you just get someone on heater, doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, so – yeah, He's also, according to uh, Caesar Sportsbook, the odds-on favorite. If you believe Caesar Sportsbook, he's listed at eight to one to win. Is it Julius Caesar? Yeah, I think it actually is. That's right. who they're named after. All right, I'll be, I'll be damned. <laughs> I mean, you know, the Caesar Resort and Hotel in yeah. Las Vegas. Uh, if you haven't heard of that before, I don't know what to tell you. Is that a goddamn? No. Oh, I don't do that. That's the Lord's no. I would never do that. And Nancy Gerber's watching on the Hello, Nancy Gerber. You know, we always have to get a shout out to to Nancy Gerber on this. We show. need to get Nancy Gerber on the air. That's not going to happen. 
That was one of the best episodes we had is when Lance's mom came on here. <laughs> hey, Tim, so Tim, Tim, you need to make that happen. You I'm working make, on it. Come on. I don't know. That's that's going to be twisting Nancy Gerber's arm. She's, you know. We're all drunk. Come we, on, Nancy. We focus it. She focuses in on uh, dinner time about right now. So she's, all right. she'll jump in. Maybe but, we'll uh, record a, an interview, like a lunchtime interview. I might. She might let me do that. She's, and then we'll just play it later. Nancy's pretty private. She, I don't think she likes me half the time, let alone. We just need some baby Gerber stories. That That's not going to happen either. Because she doesn't remember. I love that play on words you just did, though. Baby Gerber, right? <laughs> <laughs> Glad somebody caught that. No, I, that's not happening, so let's not count that on. Uh, let's go through some of the uh, the odds from Caesar Sportsbook, uh, since we don't have a uh, a bet-making partner anymore. Um, through the field. Before we get into me and Johnny's picks, and uh, Chris, you're certainly welcome to throw any that you have out there when we get into that. Yeah, let's jump. Let's go off the cuff a little bit, buddy. See, once we get into our picks, I want to see what you think before we jump into the, the money makers. And don't make them all like wussy picks, like like Hurst used to do. Ah, uh, Hurst. Uh, I don't make picks, but uh, these are my players to watch. There's no commitment in that. I mean, come on. Play your worst with the worst. Why is not on the show anymore? Well, all right. So he's fired. So I've got I've got two people to be honest with you. I've got two people that I I I would watch this week. Uh, so he's you, going the people to watch. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, we just I, got I, done saying <laughs> Hurst makes picks of people don't, to watch. Don't. Now you just but but I'm getting ready, I'm getting ready to clarify though. Okay, okay. okay. Right. I got these both finished in the top fifteen, if not top five. All right. You know that's big. There's a big difference between fifteen, top and, five. 15 and five, right? So what? Which one do you? You know, you can't bet a top fifteen pick. So okay, why don't you just say top ten? Top ten. Okay. All right. Ryan Palmer. I got him. Ryan Palmer has tremendous history here, and he loves this golf. We course. need him to be windy. We yes. need yes. for him 100%. to compete. He has well to win. Yes. Like, so, for instance, tomorrow's conditions. Yes. Yes. I got it, him on my card. Okay. I know, you know, I know this is only my second time on the show, and I know that's the second time I'm throwing him out there on people to watch. But I'm going to tell you, I'm a Ryan Palmer fan, but I'm also a real big fan of his at the Bear Trap. Yeah. I really am. Yeah. I really liked what I saw to Matt Kuchar last week. Mm. I really did. Mm. Um, that may just be, you know, false advertisement. I don't know. Because uh, we hadn't seen really much of him lately. But I, I kind of feel like Kuchar's one of those guys when he gets on a roll – he, he he starts to stream some stuff together, and he's the guy that's kind of the polar opposite of Palmer. You need you need the weather to be nice. I know, for him I know, he, but uh, you know. So I'm, I'm I know I'm kind of giving you two ends, but yeah. but I also saw him putting reverse anchor now. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't see it, but he's, he's now anchoring it on his right arm. Huh? I don't know if anybody else noticed that, but I I, I happen to be watching in the golf shop at Glen Eagles, and I go what. In the world is that? Doesn't sound like a lot of confidence to me. Yeah, no, but like I also that's... watched him make a bunch of putts that yeah, way. Okay. So uh, right. maybe he's figured something out. Because, like I said, we hadn't seen or heard from him very much in 2022, did we? Well, you know, if if, if your wife uh, if your wife tells you you got a nice shirt on, do you believe her? I have to believe everything my wife says. Oh, well, that's the perfect that's answer, answer. <laughs> right? right. <laughs> my point is, if, if he believes that's going to work on the other side, right, then it's going to work, right? So it's just one of those things. I mean, I've had three wives, which means... That's it? Which means I know a lot about women. Yeah. I know everything. Listen, j- just because you eat hey. steak every day doesn't mean you know a whole hell of a lot about so, steak. Sure it does. No, it doesn't. That was, that was a joke, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, okay. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> so, but I also wouldn't... 
be remiss as the Glen Eagles head golf professional to let you know that we have two Glen Eagles members That's playing it. this week. That's, That's right. Yeah, as, I wanted as, to get into that too. As they are making their PGA Tour debut. Yep. You know, twins Parker and Pearson Cootie. Uh, you know, Pearson obviously has web.com says Parker, you know, Monday qualified and they both got sponsor exemptions. Yeah, da, da, da. those kids can flat out play. And I'll be honest with you, I the nerve thing, I don't think they're, they're not scared, they ain't scared. Well, that's, that's it's in general with these kids coming out. Yeah, these I days, agree, man, they're not scared of shit, man. They're not, you know, I'm, I'm not scared of shit either. I'm scared of two things, I can't say it on the air, but um. <laughs> These guys come out fearless, dude. They do. And it's amazing to me. Well, it, you know, and I, I played with their dad, Kyle, you know, about a week before we left for Pebble and was asking about him. He just said they're doing good. They're playing great. Their good. mind's in the right spot. Good. And, you know, I'm just, I'm just a fan. I'm, I'm rooting. Uh, yeah, I'm a homer. Yeah. But but to be honest with you, I, I know Pearson a little bit. I've yet to meet Parker. Um, but they're just down to earth and, God damn. Damn, do they have some good golf games? Yeah, and a little I mean, backstory is their their grandfather Charles Cootie won the Masters. Masters. Yeah, so yeah. and you know you enlightened me in the green room that I didn't know that they were actually from here. I thought they were they were oh. Austin guys, but uh, you know that's great. And more more anything, you want to hear that these kids are coming up, whether it's the Cooties or not. Is you just want to hear like they're good kids, right? Yeah, more than anything else, hundred percent. And you know, and I think for the most part, these kids are coming up. They're realizing that they they've had a lot of support coming through the years and and you know with uh, I I always look at J, JT a little bit growing up in a PGA family yeah and kind of respects the all the work that the PGA Club Pro does and you, you know you you know letting letting a kid like JT go play when the golf course is closed and and, and support like that and they probably grew up through that a little bit that way too and I just like to see some of these kids that really appreciate what the people that at their country club or at their golf course have done for them when they probably wouldn't have it done by it. Just if you're just a normal person. Right. And, and, and it's, I like to see that refreshness. Charles Cootie, by the way, TCU guy. Oh, okay. hundred percent. Won the masters the year you and I were born. You were born in 71 six, masters. I was born in 72, sir. You wish. I was okay, born the year se- I was born. I forgot you were young. You're only God, that man. old. You look a hell of a lot. You're older. 70, 72. Herbert? Yeah. I had a birthday the other day. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's well, right. happy belated. I, 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 yeah, I happy said seventy one. Sorry, I meant I was born in ninety one. You were born in fifty one. Feels like it sometimes. You look like it too. Forty one. Sir, I, I look I, good I'm, for my I'm age. I'm trying to figure out what classification I fall in. Am I old or am I young? I'm eighty six. You know. Well, if you're eighty six, you're old. Well, that's true. That's true. If I was born in eighty six, my body feels my body <laughs> oh. feels like I'm sixty six. I about to say the number one question is how that your was, back feel when you wake up. Yeah. That was, <laughs> well, first off, you were born in nineteen eighty six. You can go to hell. First off, that's the first. I know what I was. I was trying to put how to put that in words, but I didn't know you were that young. Uh huh. Yeah, it's my sophomore year of high school. Shit, you're, I'm 15 years older. You're only 35. Son, you look like you're 25. Well, right? <laughs> Not in a hat, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, all right, yes. Yeah, so yes, um, we'll definitely be keeping an eye out for those cootie boys, and we'll give them a review next week. Hey, if if one of them if one of them's in contention on Sunday, the place to be is the men's bar, Glen Eagles. It wouldn't, Man, sur- it wouldn't surprise I'm, me if they're in the hunt. It wouldn't surprise I, me. I'm at all. telling you right now because that place with that jumbo screen that we got in there, 
that place will be going nuts. If that's the case, we may have to go out there Sunday. Sounds like an invite. Show. It yes. sounds like an invite, Tim, by yeah. the, uh, the... I heard I heard open bar, too. The head golf professional at Glen yes. Eagles. And it, absolutely. We heard, we heard it right here. Is that, absolutely. Invite, is that an invite for Pres- everybody? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody. <laughs> the president of the golf pros. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good enough. Hey, let's get into our picks here for a little bit. And I do mine first, because, of course, because mine don't matter. Mine are strictly for fun. Don't listen to my picks. My picks, as we say, are for entertainment purposes only. Because uh, I know nothing about golf. Even though, I, even though I know everything. I try to make Gerb feel good by pretending I don't know anything about golf. That's big of you hey, to admit. Anybody that wore knickers back in the day hey, knows a little something, okay? That's right. I got a little game. <laughs> uh, I was also playing with 15-year-old clubs in 1988. You still have. I don't have any more. Those were newer clubs. The Cobras? No, that's not what I played with in high school. Those are new. Newer. Oh, oh God. Those are like from the 90s. I kind of just called them new. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My picks this week, boys, I always pick a winner, a top 10, and a top 20. My pick to win this week, boys, JT Poston at 28 to 1. It's not bad. My top 10 pick, and here we go, Johnny. This is where we're all going, going down. Hayden Buckley at plus 500. Done. We're toast. Yep. And my top 20, and I don't know why this dude just came to me. Brandon Wu, plus 300. Woo, woo. My top 20. Woo, woo. Woo, woo. No, uh, that's not bad picks for you, to be honest with you. See, every once in a while he'll say that, but most of the time, it's worse when he doesn't say anything. Yeah. And I look over there and I'm going, you know, oh, JT posted it. And I see him over there going, because he's mad because I got him on the card and he's I going, scratch it off, right? Because well, he's the kiss of death when well, we picked well, this Last time I was on the show, you know, Gerber said middle. I was on the ride. Right. I, I remember Gerber just going. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I know they're really bad when he doesn't say anything at all. Uh, Johnny's Picks brought to you by Golf Central Magazine over at GolfCentralMag.com. Head over to GolfCentralMag.com right now. Well, after our show, not right now. Uh, and check out their latest issue. Got a cool little write-up about us. And some other stuff. So go check them out, and uh, we'll talk about them more in the upcoming weeks. But, uh, Johnny, who you got on your card? Yeah, like we said before, this is this is the kind of the week. Last year we made a lot of hay. We had two winner, or three winners out of the four events. Really made some good candy. So I'm looking forward to getting back to kind of the golf courses I know, uh, personally playing and for handicap-wise. But, listen, if you believe in karma and the golf gods, this is fits in a category of my pick. Uh, on the board is Shane Lowry at 16 to 1. Lowry. Shane Lowry. Sorry. Sorry. So if you looked at last year, he had probably second to worst misfortune ever in the history 100%. of golf, with the exception of what we played in last two weeks ago at Pebble Beach. Real similar. He's leading the golf tournament or tied for the golf tournament, and there's a, like a 15 minute gust that's just pouring down when he's trying to hit a shot on the last hole tied for the lead he goons the golf shot just because of the weather and then when his Seb Straka was getting ready to hit his playing partner it just like God came down from the heavens and stopped everything and he hit the ball in there it was just it was weird I believe in this type of shit sure. so, so Shane Lowry Lowry I like that bet it's 16 to 1 is number one uh the best putter on the on the planet right now that's walking and it, no it isn't me it's Denny McCarthy mm-hmm. and he's our second pick at 25 to 1. If the weather gets spotty uh people are going to really rely on their short game and chipping and putting. This place down there can the weather can get spotty in terms when it comes to the wind. It's not going to be cold but when it comes to the wind. So I'm going to rely this guy's going to win. 
He's going to win soon, and once he wins once, he's he's going to win often. His only little deal with McCarthy, he doesn't have the link to dominate it. Right. But but down there, you don't really need it. It's you got to you got to keep it straight. You got to keep in front of you. Got to have a great short game and great putting. And this guy has it for this type of golf course. So I look for him at, uh, to have a great performance, potentially win twenty five to one. Kind of going on the other side of it, Taylor Pendrith at thirty one is in our third slot this week. The guy just bombs it. I mean, we'll just be honest with you. He's going to potentially take over some corners and some dog legs where these this water is and get to every par five. So if he can kind of keep it, you know, inside the ropes, as we say, uh, he's going to have a good chance. He doesn't have to have to put it great for him to have some success just because of his length. I think I think he's he's the longest guy on the field in, in the field this week in length wise. So I think he's going to take advantage of that and have a good opportunity. He played solid last week also, so I think he's going to kind of lead into that our, our ham sandwich pick this week uh is will gordon 55 to 1 a lot of people you guys don't know who will gordon is he's one of these young and upcoming guys on the pga tour played at vanderbilt world beater number one amateur in the world for a long time rookie on the pga tour uh this guy's just not scared i mean and he's had some really good success this week and i if you look at these picks as we continue to go a lot of these guys are young PGA Tour guys. It's going to get some starts, like we talked about earlier, yeah. with with having it kind of not a not a huge star-studded field. So I look for some of these younger guys to get this start and have some success. And I think Will Gordon fits that category. He hits it long. He's playing well. And I, I thought the good number at 55 to 1 was a good for him to pick at our ham sandwich spot. So two top 10 picks this week. As uh, as, as C said, Ryan Palmer at plus 600 to finish in the top 10. I thought there was great value there. A little bit of Ryan Palmer. We need him. He's had some success there before. We need to win, win to blow a little bit for him. Yeah. He flights the ball down. He's a cutter of the golf ball that fits that place tremendously. Great short with, game. With, with, a, with a Nicholas design and has a good short game. But the way he flights the ball and the way he cuts the ball fits it well. That's why he's had success there. But I like it when it blows. If, if, if it's going to get to... 16, 17, 18 under, that's going to hurt Ryan Palmer. If, if the winning score is 10 and the wind's blowing, it's going to be a real good opportunity for Ryan Palmer to win the golf tournament, but definitely finish in that top 10 spot. So I like him. We got a couple young bucks coming up. Carl Yuan, he's plus 1,400 to finish in that top 10. A lot of people are like, who, who is that? Never trust a guy that only has four letters and first and last name. <laughs> I almost so, believe that. So he fits that category. Listen, he's he's just one of these rookies on the PGA Tour. That's a world beater. Played great last year on the Corn Ferry Tour. And I like the spot at plus 1,400. That's one of the reasons I liked him in that top 10 with it, with kind of that short, you know, non-star-studded field. So look for him to finish in that top 10 at plus 1,400. Two top 20 picks this week. Well, uh, really, it's only probably going to be one since since Tim picked Hayden Buckley in right. our spot. So way to we'll, go, Tim. Yeah, we'll go ahead. We'll go ahead and say Hayden Buckley at plus two twenty five, just for the simple fact that we might get lucky. And you know, Tim, no luck, no Tim, luck at all involved. Tim doesn't goon him or jinx him, so we like him at two twenty five. You know, the guys. You know, it's like I said, a lot of good opportunities for these guys coming in. That's that you really haven't really heard of, and he fits that mold. He's had some good success. Playing, no matter what, he had a good week last week, yeah. so he's going to build on that momentum. Warmer weather is going to hurt, going to help him a lot. So I like him at two twenty five. And our second top ten pick, our top twenty pick this week is Nick Hardy at plus two sixty. Again, a young young guy on the PGA Tour, rookie on the PGA Tour, solid ball striker. Played this golf course a lot. Played at University of Illinois. He's seasoned more than most. Seems like he's been out there for a long time, but yeah. it is his rookie year on the PGA Tour. So, did you say Illinois? Illinois. 
swear no, no, or an no. S in there somewhere. No, no, sir. No, sir. I'm All from right. the I'm from the Mid- I Midwest, so I wouldn't ever. I thought say maybe it. it was like an intentional insult. No, no. So uh, Nick Nick Hardy at plus two sixty is our last pick this week. Looking forward to a great week. Listen, like like I said, once we get rolling, I know we haven't had some great success so far in the year, but once we get rolling, we'll get rolling. And uh, you know, sometimes when you score, you score. Sometimes. 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 And, and and that's and that's why it's so important for you everybody to follow every week, right? Scotty doesn't just know. don't just don't pick pick your spots. Our system is proven. We haven't had great success so far, but once we start going and we're gonna get on a little little train steamroll here, and I, I really think and this is where we kind of started last year. That time of year, right? It is it's where it's gonna start kicking off. It is. All right, very good. We wanna thank Chris, for coming by and spending some time with Thanks, us today. Thanks, C. Appreciate it. Appreciate you very Thank much. You boys. You're welcome anytime. You guys head on over to Glen Eagles Country Club. In, well, I mean, uh, well, you can't anybody really do can just that. Head over there, right there. It's private. You can't just send them say, an email before you show like up. Saying, don't hey, don't do that either. <laughs> <laughs> if he doesn't answer, you don't take offense. He doesn't answer. You can't anybody. just go in there to Chili's and just say, hey. Well, you go over there and buy a membership. That's what I was trying to say. It's $100,000. Okay, then hey. buy two. Well, there you have and it. that's all it is. Boys, I'll just remind you, Sunday, if one of the cootie boys is in the hunt, y'all better oh, we'll be, be the, there. You better be in the men's bar with me. I will. We're gonna all be right. in some bar. It might as well be yours. Okay, so <laughs> let's get this let's get this let's get this clear. What do you consider contention? Because if you're inviting us at the bar at Glen Eagles, my definition of in contention might be top fifty. Because if that's the if that's the invite, my definition of in contention <laughs> on Sunday is: Are they playing? Yeah, right. So that's all you know. That's an open ended invitation, right. dog. That's how I meant it. Okay, there it is. <laughs> there it is. There it is. We are from the rough. We appreciate everybody that's been watching today. And if you downloaded this uh, on your favorite podcast app, we appreciate you too. Or you can head over to dspmediaonline.com and find all of our great family of shows. Listen to any show at any time on demand. And watch out for our new FanStream Sports app that is coming available to you soon to download to check out all of our shows at any given time as well as listen to the ones being broadcast live for your one-stop shop for everything FanStream Sports and DSP Media. We will be back next week to recap the Honda Classic. Uh, probably talk about the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Puerto Rico. I don't know. We can both. Talk about the bo- we can do both. Yeah. All right, we'll do both. Uh, next week, live on our YouTube Twitch, Twitter, Facebook at uh, 5 p.m. Central Time. Red House Streaming also. RHTV is coming soon. Yeah, we're not there yet. Coming soon. But it's coming soon. Go, go ahead and go download the RHTV app and get it ready to go. Because they're going to start having our videos over there too as well. But we will back, be back next week to do it all again. Me and Johnny, maybe Chris, I don't know. Maybe Gary, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, maybe. We'll, we'll find somebody to come hang out with us. Until then, boys and girls, keep hitting them straight. Today's episode is brought to you by the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility with over 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, and an 18-hole mini golf course. With covered and heated tees, it's the best place to practice your game year-round. The Highlands Performance Golf Center is located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. Give them a call at 972-733-4111 or check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com.